The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Sign up using promo code WMVP at sportsbook.draftkings.com. Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears. Chicago Bears. ESPN Chicago. And this is Waddle and Sylvie. Live from the old National Bank Studio. WMVP, WSHE, HD2, Chicago. A good karma brand's radio station. Barstool Big Cat, host of Pardon My Take, and voluminous tweeter at Barstool Big Cat. It's time for his weekly conversation with Waddle and Sylvie on ESPN 1000. Barstool Big Cat now Wednesdays at 4 o'clock. He's brought to you by our great friends and partners over at RJ Curcio and the Curcio Law Offices. You need a personal injury attorney, give RJ a call. 312-321-1111. He's the best in the business. And also by Stella Blue Coffee. Get yours at StellaBlueCoffee.com. And a portion of the proceeds goes to Paws Chicago. Big Cat, how'd it go today? I went well. Video coming out soon. Um, I am old. I am not in good shape. I had to catch. uh, And, yeah, I'm probably injured. I haven't gotten out of the car yet. What hurts most? The legs hurt. A um, couple pass balls I had to track down, but yeah, I, I'm like dreading stepping out of the car because you know when you, when you do something athletic, then you get right into your car and you're like, all right, you I feel up. okay. Got the heat warmer on, <laughs> heat like, warmer on, padded. and then yeah. and then I step out and it's gonna be like, oh no, where's all this pain coming from? Yeah. So this was. Um... What, what, what did you do exactly for those who, who forgot last week or did not yeah. hear? Yeah, so we did a league this year, this summer, on part of my take called Dingers Only, where we drafted a fantasy baseball team, each of us, nine players. Only stat was, was home runs. And then the loser of it had to pitch uh, to get six outs against the UIC Flames. So shout out to UIC Flames. We went down there, um, and, they, and they played us, and it was, uh, yeah, it was something. We'll, the video will be out soon. I mean, Were you wearing a cup? I was wearing a cup. Were Someone you? gave me their cup. So, really? You shared a that. cup with somebody? Yeah, I shared a okay. cup. What do I care? I just I, I I wasn't care? condemning it. I was just asking. He didn't go cup on skin. I he, didn't know. Put it I on the outside. No, no, no. I didn't oh, know yeah, if I you went, wanted to go I and invest on in skin. one. Oh, I went cup on skin. You, you went cup on skin? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I did it on the outside, and I was like, this is not going to protect me whatsoever. It's floating around. Oh, no. I told the guy. I was like, look, I went cup on skin. You want me to sign it? What did he say? He was like, I don't have a pen, otherwise I would. Yeah. Did you take the cup home with you, or did he take it back? No, I gave it back. I okay. gave it back. I said, good. thank you so much. Right. I want to wash it. Or don't wash it if you're a fan. Right. Not good baseball weather today. I would say so. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. I mean, this the, the snow yesterday for Halloween really bummed me out. It really bummed me out. Did you dress up with your uh, kids? I did. I I was a fireman. I so, so I made a mistake. Funny. I uh, my son was a fireman. My my daughter was Peppa Pig, and then the littlest was a, a lion. Um, but I bought the fireman outfit, and then I bought all the things that come with it. But I think I bought them in kid size. So I was wearing a hat, like a, a helmet that was a kid size helmet, and then I put it on. And my son, every time I took it off, my son was like, "Why aren't you wearing your helmet?" So I had to walk around looking like an idiot. Uh, but it was good. It was good. Always I was, the best. I was going to give you a compliment. I thought that the outfit looked very slimming on you. They yeah. made you look nice and slim. 
I was cold. That's the nice thing about yeah. getting cold. You know, everything gets a little tighter. Yeah. <laughs> Did you buy a fire truck as well to drive the kids around in or no? I should have. I yes, should have. That would have been a baller yeah. move. <laughs> that would have been a baller Kids move. hop into the uh, fire truck. We're going to go trick-or-treating. Yeah. All right. Next year. Next year. It's okay. always next year. Uh, it's just an idea good. for you. Pretty good. Hey, uh, we're we're at House Hall. It's another day of paradise here. You should have meet. Uh, you should meet us up here for the final hour or so. Yeah, you guys like when you say that we, we're at House Hall to remind me. It's it's like hey, the 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 uh, phone line's bugged. So careful what you say. Oh, I think we I may be it. evicted soon too. So like you know, we can join you. <laughs> they're they're okay. They're going to be done with us soon. Believe me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's um. Things aren't going well, although Montez Sweat, I'm, I actually like the move. And I know there's been some hand-wringing. I know there's some Chase Claypool PTSD. Yeah. I would say the difference is Montez Sweat is a good football player instead yes. of Chase Claypool is not a good football player. Um, and it's hard to find these type of guys. I don't know if there's someone like that in the draft. So, I, you know, it, it's all under the, the, the assumption that we're going to sign him to a long-term deal. If he doesn't get signed to a long-term deal, it's the dumbest trade of all time. Yes. But as, as long as he gets to sign, and I, I really do think he's going to get signed to a long-term deal. Like, well, I, I, I have no doubt in my mind. So um, if it, when he does, I will be like, that was a good move because you need impact players on the defensive line. It's hard to find those guys. I think it's light in the upcoming draft. So why not go get one right now? Yeah, and Ryan Poles actually mentioned today that they're moving quite quite quickly towards getting that contract extension done. So right, that was comforting. Right. So, that was really the only yeah. comforting thing, but it was comforting yeah. enough. You can only ask for, you know, one comforting thing a, a day. I did like Eberflus saying they're two and two in the last four. Just, you know, <laughs> it's accurate. That's like he's spin oh, zone from you. Yeah. Show me the line. Yeah. That's like Jason Garrett on Sunday night football when they were doing the, they were previewing the game and he was like, you know, I love what Eberflus is doing. He's really righted the ship. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? There's, <laughs> are you talking about the Titanic? Like, when it split in half? I wanna, what, what ship? Uh, here's what I want to play you. I want to play you guys back at the shop. If we could play Big Cat, polls. So, uh, I, the guys upstairs, uh, the, the media guys, the, the guys, the big J journalists, as you like to say, they think I was nuts for getting nervous. All I said while listening in real time is I got nervous hearing Ryan Poles go over the top to his endorsement of Matt Eberflus. I understand that a general manager is not going to bash his coach that he hired. I wasn't asking for him to bash him. I just was hoping for a more lukewarm endorsement. Like, this guy, tell me if you get a little nervous thinking that maybe Poles is thinking about bringing him back at the end of the season or if I'm just completely nuts and this is just his responsibility at the podium. Take a listen to this, Big Cat, and tell me what you think about Poles' endorsement, kind of like what you were just saying on Sunday Night Football with Jason Garrett. Yeah, and I get the question. <laughs> what I see on a, every, every day where I see him address the team and I see his approach through adversity, it is stable, man. And I know in the outside world it doesn't look like that, and I know it looks like we're far away, but this dude comes in every day and just keeps chipping away. He has high integrity. The people that he brings in here, he's done the work to make sure that 
they're the people they're supposed to be. Again, we hold that standard. If it doesn't follow that and, and, and people aren't acting that way, they're not here. But the way that he holds holds everything down here is incredible for how loud it is, how tough it is. I mean, this team, you could watch them. They fight. I know this past weekend wasn't great, but you can't watch that team and be like, oh, they're going to fold. Most teams fold, and they're not folding. It's been hard. It's been really hard, especially from where we started last year, trying to build this and do it the right way. What I see from him on a daily basis and how he gets his team ready on a weekly basis to me, I see a grown man that has leadership skills to get this thing out of the hole and into where it needs to be. Are you nervous? Okay, there's a lot to unpack there. Um, I'm going to try to remember everything he said. First thing, uh, you know, he brings guys in with high integrity. Did we just fire another coach? Yes, we did. Yes. Under yes. mysterious yes. things? Yes, we did. But how much integrity? Yes. Like, what are we talking? Do we have one guy who has, like, insane amount of integrity and he's, like, Keeping the average really high. That's exactly that what's right. happening. Yes, his cup <laughs> overflows <laughs> with integrity. It spills <laughs> over to the others. Yeah, designated integrity guy. I mean, what the heck? He talks and about then, the adversity, right? It's gets, he, yeah, gets his yeah, high so integrity adversity, guy. adversity. I got to talk about. He created his own adversity. That <laughs> doesn't rotate. count. If you create the adversity, you don't get credit for overcoming the adversity. Yes. That's not how it works. Yes. Like, man, he's really doing a good job, you know, coaching a bad coach team. What? He's the coach. Did I lose you guys? No, no I'm just saying. I just, it's, I'm, I'm, okay. Yeah, okay. I just like I'm the breakdown. I got scared I lost you. I had, yeah, the, same great line. He's, had the same thought. He's, yeah, he's he's overcoming a bad coach team, and he's the coach. And then, uh, wait, what was last one? Oh, they, they don't give up. And they don't they just got torched yes. by the, the Chargers. He that's, said, that's just ignore defense. that. He said, he said, but uh, ignore last week. <laughs> they, 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 got never torched. they never and, 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 and And here's the thing. What have we learned, okay? The Commanders game, great performance by Justin Fields. Dick Buckus had just passed away. We got a little juice from that. The, the Raiders game, the Raiders aren't a real team. Like, we played a real team on Sunday night with a real quarterback. And he made it look like they were playing seven on seven. And that like real team was two scored. and four. And two and four, right. So it's like nothing looks good. There's no positive spin. I am the spin zone guy, and even I think this is ridiculous. So do you, But do you believe that that was just a guy trying to be cool to his guy? Or are you a little nervous that he could be thinking about bringing him back for oh, another run? slap yourself over there. I don't think there's any chance he's coming back. So I maybe he's just trying to be nice so that, you know, Iberfus can get another job somewhere. Um, but it's also we, – we see this a lot with NFL organizations, a lot with the Bears, uh, where, you know, it becomes survival mode. And you gotta, you got you to gotta close ranks, and the Iberfus and Poles are together, and maybe they're, you know, like, hey, we got to get each other's back here and pump each other up because everyone – could be on the chopping block who's your, who's the your, end of the year. Who's your least favorite stoolie, though? Who's the guy who who ripped uh, who, uh, who ripped uh, Justin that one time at that show? Oh, Jersey Jerry? Well, he's my guy, yeah. Well, Jersey guy. Jerry, yeah. Okay, well, who's a guy that isn't your guy or, like, that you don't have as much love for? 
Oh, if you're saying it, would I do the same thing? Absolutely not. I would absolutely you, you like. Would, you, yeah, you wouldn't. You wouldn't rave about a guy like that. No, you don't rave about like, waddling me like that. No, it doesn't. I, I would just be are. like, yeah, yeah. You know, Sylvie. He uh, he takes a lot of vacations and uh, yeah. he shows up to work <laughs> sometimes. That's. I also like. Wait, there's another part of this. I think Ryan Poles complimented Matt Eberflus on being an adult. Yes. He's like, he's a grown man. Yeah. Uh, credit to hitting puberty? Yes. I don't know. Yeah, what are we a, talking about? He said he's a grown man with leadership skills. Let's play. <laughs> let's roll. Let, let's play. Roll, <sighs> let's role play right now. Okay. Big Cat, you're Kevin Warren. Okay. We'll make this quick. I'm Ryan Poles. Barring some sort of miracle, I'm walking up to you at the end of the season and I say, hey, Kevin, I really think it's in our best interest to move forward with Matt. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah, well, first I'd say, uh, I don't know if I mentioned this, Ryan, but I apologize to the Big Ten again for trying to shut down football during COVID. That's neither here nor there. Um, also, look at my orange tie. Isn't it so cool? Yeah. Uh, that was a bright orange tie he's wearing on Sunday night. Yeah, there's no way you can bring him back. The guy is, what, 3-18? and 18? What is his record? No. He's won five, five games. They've five won five games. games. By the way, Big Cat, just in case you're interested, after the game Sunday in New Orleans, Monday at 2.10, we host the Matt Eberflus show, Sylvia and I, so tune in, okay? I just that would be fun for you guys. Yeah. yeah. I'll come on one time. He's a Listen, nice man. I just, it's, yeah, he's a nice man. That's yeah. exactly what Ryan Poles should have said. Like, there's nothing personal here. It's like some, the, the, being an NFL coach is a very difficult job. It is. And, and after a certain point of watching it happen, you have to make the assessment of, is this guy an NFL head coach? And that's not saying he's not a D.C. because he was a really good D.C. in Indianapolis, and there are a lot of coaches out there. Like, Wade Phillips is one of the best defensive coordinators ever, and he wasn't really a good head coach. Like, it's just a certain skill set, and I know it's been stacked against him. I know they're in a rebuilding spot, but you can't, like, lie to the fan base and tell the fan base that they're seeing something they're not seeing because we're not stupid. We see it. We watch the product. They are not a good football team. They're not a good coach football team. The defense, what he is in charge of, has not made any progress, and I don't know how you could see it any other way. Um, that was clear thinking. Yeah, right yeah, yeah. Yeah. I really nailed it. That was like you the did. end of you the, killed it. The, the debate. The, yeah, yes. and I just like did Ooh, my final argument. You know what I've done this year or what I've not done uh, this fall? What? Taking a shower. I, no, I, I took a shower this morning, a matter of fact. Um, I have not watched for the first time ever a single pitch of the World Series. Oh, last, my God. Last night was going to be the night that I tuned in, and then I went to ESPN, the ESPN app, and I saw the score. I'm like, well, there's no need to go there. So I caught up on some streaming. You know what this sounds like? You know what this sounds like? Sounds like you're a one TV guy. No, I'm the three TV guy. Eh, sounds like you're one TV guy. <laughs> you made that sound <laughs> you're like TV a, yeah, shaming you're, you're me. Shaming him? Yeah, for that. I'm TV shaming you yeah. because I get reverse shamed. People, I was tweeting about Monday Night Football. People are like, how are you not watching the World Series? Hey, Bucko, I got more than one TV <laughs> in every room I'm ever in. There's, there's hockey never on, room Big I'm Cat. Hey, Big Cat, there's right? hockey on. Yeah, guess what? I'm watching it all. So you got you an MLS like game on TV guy. in that You're, house? Yeah, what? Do you have an MLS game on in the house as well that night? Listen, if I bet on it, of course. Okay. Of course, but 
still be. You're the type of guy that's giving me a bad rap. People are walking around being like, Big Cat only have one TV. I heard his friend Sylvie does. No, I have more than one TV. Sylvie has one TV that's, that's sad. No, now you're making stuff up now. I, I have three TVs in the basement. but so I haven't one of them ne- can't be on the World Series? No, I haven't needed it because what was on last night? What, uh, there wasn't Bulls uh, weren't uh, on. Uh, 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 uh. Sounds it's like quite a flex TV by guy. the two of you. I've got three TVs. I got four TVs. I got five TVs. I do have five TVs in my. I bet in my you do. Basement. Wow, you got yeah. five now. I got Not the little ones and... though. Like right, they're all got to be no big, big ones. size. Oh, he's I got, got a new house. I, got, I know. I got five in the basement. I got two in my office. I got uh, four in the gym, which I never go in. But I put four in there because I was like, oh, this will make me go in the gym. Not four maybe in the I'll go gym. To do you have a bar in the gym? <laughs> you probably have more yeah, TVs in the gym. In the gym. You yeah. probably, I was going to say you have more TVs than equipment, I bet, in that gym. No, I got a lot of equipment also never used. <laughs> I have built a gym that was, like, basically set up, like, how could you not go in this gym? It's got everything that you need. You can watch all the games. Still don't go. I Are dared you... myself, and I beat myself. <laughs> have you tried the Peloton yet? Are you a Peloton Yeah, I got, I got the tread and the bike. <laughs> in, in your have you been on either? I, I walked on the, on the tread, uh, like, a month ago. What? Is somebody screaming at you to walk faster? I yeah, you can do the hikes. You can do a little hike. Do you nice. want someone? I don't yeah. want anyone talking to me when I'm working out. Well, like, that's why motivating I got TV. You. Really, yeah. that's going to motivate me. That's not motivating I, me. Put a I'm beer pathetic. out in front of me. Have I'm somebody pathetic. hold a beer out in front of me. I might put a keg in my gym, and I still won't Boom. go in. That would motivate me. <laughs> okay, it's so bad. Me. Waddle used to How drink. Waddle used to drink and lift weights. Listen, this was a matter of time management. Like, if I needed to be somewhere, like at 7.30 on a Friday night, let's just say Friday night I had dinner plans. I got home at 6.45, but I didn't get a chance to work out. Why don't I go downstairs, get some push-ups and some some dumbbell chest exercises in while I'm having a cocktail? That way, I'm killing two birds with one stone, and I'm not actually late for my dinner reservation. I've got my pre-dinner buzz on. I've gotten my workout in, and I've maximized my time. I like that. Yeah. I used to in college. We put a, a a bench in our living room. I'd watch Prices Right in bench press and not go to class. That's Perfect. time management. Love that. That's yeah, a great idea. One TV. Don't talk to me, Sylvia. You're one TV. TV guy. <laughs> one TV guy. I have been designated in the corner. I'm disgusted with you. One TV guy, like no, your no, job I is mean, the, Look, the World Series, I was so into the, the championships, and once it became Texas against the Diamondbacks, I'm like, I needed to advance to the, the good part of the series, and then it was 3-1 or 2-1, and then three. Like yesterday's game was a blowout. So now it's 3-1. Get ready for for some significant changes, as crazy as they may be, to the game of baseball after the 2023 World Series ruined the sport for a lot of people. Do you think so? Oh, yeah. What's his face? He's going to be out there changing everything. They're going to look at the TV numbers, and they're going to change everything. Ten guys in the field. I don't don't. know. You know what the fix is? The Phillies and the Astros are in the World Series. That's it. Who cares? It was a bad matchup for nationally. That's all it was. That's all it was. And and I I will – like, I don't care about this matchup, but I'll still watch it because the World Series. you got to watch the World Series, Sylvie. you you got to tune in. I have to at least see – 
what it looks like. I got to see the teams with their uniforms on on the field so I can take a mental snapshot and be like, yep, that was the World Series. A mental snapshot. Next year, the yeah. bases are twice the size, and you can only put one guy on each side of the each base. That's it. Rob Manfred's going to come out with a whole new set of rules so that you guys all watch it. Oh, just my gosh. Me, yeah, but bounce listen, houses. Bounce houses. Bases, there you bases. go. Live Cougars no, in, put, the out, in the outfield. Just, Real just get the Cubs and the Yankees. Get the Cubs and the Yankees playing in a World Series. Tonight, yeah. you know, tonight was uh, the anniversary of uh, Game 6 of Cubs Ooh. and uh, Indians in the World Series. Yes. Yeah, we're getting – I love these – I love when we get some of these anniversaries for the Cubs, even though it makes me sad. Um, like, the, there was, like, two weeks ago, it was, like, all the Schwarber and the, and the Miggy Montero Grand Slam and everything. But then you're like, man, I really wish I was watching some – Cubs playoff baseball right now. By the way, Soon isn't enough. this the 35th day since you realized that Ranger's not going to re-sign with you as well? Isn't that like... Oh, come on. Whoa, stop. Yeah, like the 35th hurtful. day anniversary of not of knowing Bellinger won't be paid by your team? That was hurtful. Well, that's what I'm here for. I'm worried about Montez Sweat right now. we got to get that done. we got to lift Montez Sweat, and then we worry about Bellinger, and then <laughs> I don't know what. All then we get Sylvie some TVs. Uh, and then we get Sylvie some TVs, yes, get him right. some, so we can actually watch multiple sports. I was watching Max last TV. night, He'll too. send you like four that, of them. Yeah, and it's a 13-inch, black yeah. and white. Matt, yeah. TVs are so cheap now, it's crazy. Why don't so you send you could, a few yeah. over to Sylvie? Yeah, so you could afford to buy me one. Okay, fine, done. But I need to, <laughs> I need to make sure you actually watch it. Okay, I'll make it the baseball TV. Deal. Yeah. Did you put our name on the list for tickets as well for the base uh, basketball yes, game? Yes, I want to see Loyola. Yes, are you guys in? Are you guys yes. in? Maybe, yes. depending right. on where you place us. I will put you guys in a good spot. I need all the names. Tyler's going to text me. Anyone who wants to go, obviously you guys are set up. What's I heard there's going to be some bears there. What's uh, it's going to be great. It's going to so, be great. You're going to get to watch us, watch me do the anthem. It's going to be a great time. So what is this, a week from Wednesday? Or is it a this week Wednesday? from Wednesday. Yeah, a week from today. A week from today. So, Wind Trust, 6 p.m. Central is the first tip-off. So, people are looking for a great night of doubleheader basketball. Come out. It's going to be an awesome time. I'm singing the anthem. We're going to be playing. Uh, we've created a, a, my YouTube show. We've created a weird game called Yak Basketball. It's the dumbest game ever. We're going to play that in between games where um, it's everyone on the court. And you, you, you traveling doesn't matter. You can run with the ball. And if you shoot on one end, you can't you can't shoot on the you have to shoot on the other end. So we just run back and forth. If you make a shot, you're off the court. It's the dumbest game ever, but it's very fun. I'll do the t-shirt cannon. We're gonna have like halftime show. It's gonna be great. So anyone who wants to come out, win trust. It's gonna be awesome. And Loyola is playing in the first game. Sister Jean will be in attendance. Sister Jean will be there. Will be in attendance. I've heard that. As, and it's going to be great. So the, the Loyola playing against FIE, FAU, who played in the Final Four last yeah, year. Wow. Dusty May, Indiana guy. And then uh, Mississippi State versus Bobby Hurley, who will have Bobby Hurley mic'd up. It's going to be great. That's really he good. He said he put us in a good spot. I don't know what that means, but he said he I'll put you in a good spot. Yeah. I'm going to put you. You guys are going to be good water spot. boys. There's only 10 rows in, in right. That's my point. I'm going, to, I, I'm going to put you guys to work. <laughs> Big Cat, thank you. All right, see Get you guys. Out of here. There you go. Give There's... your cup back. <laughs> right on the skin. Right on the skin. Barstow Big Cat every Wednesday at uh, four o'clock. I want to tell you what we're uh, what we got going for the uh, holiday parody song contest. I know everyone wants to weigh in 
on um, the press conferences here today. If you've got a Bears phone call, the sweat deal hopefully could get done. We'll replay some of that stuff. We haven't heard the Eberflus. We're 2-2. Two and two. Could we play that coming up as well? We'll do that next, 312-332-3776. I do see I'm not the only one too worried about Fluce's, um long-term possibility. There was someone else who we trust who tweeted about it. I'll read you that uh, coming up next. Who's got it? Listen to us now, live on the ESPN Chicago app. Listen to the show in HD at 100.3 HD2 FM. Listen now on ESPN 1000. This is Waddle and Sylvie, ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Like I said, the last four games were two and two, right? And I think the directions is good. You know, obviously we had an injury to our starting quarterback. We had a backup come in, win a game for us. Uh, the defense is on the rise. Uh, we played good uh, run defense. We had uh, played good good on run offense. We're, we're solid there. And we just got to continue to work on the ball. You know, we get that right, we'll be right. And, uh, and the guys are positive, upbeat, and looking forward to New Orleans. There you go. Uh, all's well. All's well at Inside House Hall. Reminds me of Animal House. It's an old movie. Kevin Bacon, right? Was it Kevin Bacon's character? All's well? Who, while everyone was riding in the streets? I forget that part. Towards the end? I remember I'll the scene. I'll buy it. Yeah, it was so old. Yeah. I don't know. What did he mean by work on the ball? We got to work on the ball. Because the ball, you get Which, the ball out. Uh, the, you got to work on taking you know, the ball away. Yeah, take the ball away. You know, because the hits principle, the T stands for the ball. Even Paul said, made a reference today to the ball. It's got to work on the ball. The, they emphasize the ball, the yeah. ball. Take it away, protect it. Yeah, there. Listen, I mean, you gotta definitely do that stuff. They were a minus one this week. When they're plus two, that's. That's the the, uh, <laughs> the that, positive work on the ball. That's that's the uh, magic number. That's the magic number. When you're plus two, you win games. Yeah, every team. Wins Listen, there is no yeah. there's, exactly. there's no lie that's to the, the statement. Right, it's not a a secret sauce. <laughs> They're, and and listen, they are two and two in their last four. Like I'm not going to hate on him for that. That's fact. That's fact. Two and, and two in their yeah, last. Four. And like Ryan Poles said, they don't quit. Except for this last game where they lined up. In well, here's the victory. point. Wait, wait, wait. Two and two in their last four. They're two and five in their last seven. Yes, exactly. That's, there's so, no I mean, lie there. Like, like, he's, wait, wait, there's no lie. There's no lie. They're also the way you're spinning it. They're also 0-1 in the last week. There's no lies there. There's no lies with any of that. It's just how you want to perceive it. You, yeah, I mean, you lost to a crap Packers team way worse than we ever thought they were going to be yes. in week one. Yeah. They blew you out, and if you turn on a game lately, <laughs> you say, how the hell did they even score 14 against By, by the way, their coaching staff right now is telling anyone who will listen that uh, they're unsure if Jordan, Jordan Love is their long-term future of the franchise. You let They've a Broncos team, that. who I know they beat Kansas City, but still, they came back. You had a 21-point lead on them, didn't you? Was it Show 21? me the lie where they are 2-2 two and okay. two in their last yeah, four. Show me the lie. You're right. Right. Facts. Those are facts. So, uh, DeBear's blog, Jeff Hughes at DeBear's blog, he just read what Courtney Cronin wrote uh, about Ryan Poles' statement that we played about endorsing Matt Eberflus. And he said, and he's in the know, he's broke a lot of stories, he said, how do people read this and not think Flus is safer than they think? So there's just another one thinking that just, 
There may need. need I'm just a little worried. There may need to be a. I'm not panicking. I'm a little worried. Little worried. That's it. You've got nine more games to consume before the full. This is what I do best. If there's one thing I'm good at, I'm good at worrying. Let me do it. What are you most worried about for Sunday's game in in New Orleans? I'm not worried about Sunday's game. (laughs) There's nothing to be worried about. It's not because they're going to win. It's because it doesn't. They'd be three and two in their last five. It's just because it really doesn't matter anymore. That's why. There's nothing to be all worked up over. Justin Fields isn't going to be out there to show you if he is or if he's not. Um, What's there to be gained? What if they win a game and that secures even further, cements the status of the existing crew? Terrified now, right? Not just scared, terrified. Terrified that that will continue. Are you? Scared, no. I, I'm, I'm choosing to put my head in the stand like an ostrich and believe that what is said in week nine has nothing to do with what will be said in week 20. That's how I'm going to approach and, and, and it. Just like I'm scarred with like some of the other polls decisions, I'm scarred by when we thought Nagy and Pace would be fired. They're like, hey, come on back and draft a quarterback. Yeah, we knew like, that was a bad idea. You know what I mean? Like, Not only did we think they were going to get fired – but no, they were brought back and they were allowed to make like a big decision. It happened before, remember, when we all thought that um, Angelo, Lovey, and Ted would all get fired. And instead of getting fired, they had a press conference saying, not only are we not fired, but we're all getting contract extensions. Like they're, Are you they, still blaming all this on Ted like you told him on Saturday yes, night? Uh, yeah, I mean, like... Just when you think there are certain things that are obvious decisions at Hallis Hall, they're not obvious. Ted and a lot of times they go opposite. Ted strings. Ted is controlling all of Ted this. Ted still, right he's, you think he's living in North Carolina, but he's still in charge. Yeah. Uh, what should we do here? Should we take some calls or should I play? Uh, Let's punt and go home and have a stiff cocktail. You said you a cocktail. You said a cocktail. I, 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 you'd made me nervous yeah, when you said a, a stiff, stiff cocktail. And then you said cocktail. Yeah, that's on you, I mean, buddy. Lately, that's yeah. on you. I didn't know where Waddle was going yeah. there. Well, you know where I'm going straight to the bar. That's where they serve stiff cocktails. A George in St. Charles. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, George? Hey, boys. How are you doing? Good, George. Oh, just dandy. Hey, uh, my thought... Uh, today is you guys have been on these guys to make a change from the top. Yeah. And now they're, they have made a change from the top. Correct. So you're beating on them about what? Being bad. Yeah, but you're, you know, my my point is the top to change a culture to get rid of people in upper management takes some time. Sure. And it doesn't happen overnight. You're dealing with people's lives and uh, how would I say uh, uh, incomes and everything. You know, you don't make those choices 
haphazardly. So what are you saying? And, are you saying, George, that you would keep everyone in place? You would give Eberflus another year and let it let it simmer? Well, no, I'm not talking about Eberflus. I'm talking about Warren and uh well, he's, not going, he's not going anywhere. Yeah, we're not we're not calling for their jobs. No. So uh, give these guys some time to identify what they need to change. Yeah, that's what I said earlier in the show about Warren, a matter of fact. I said that the term deep dive is overused, and this is the time for a true deep dive for Kevin Warren, that he needs to be finding out what has gone wrong in the past couple of decades at Hallis Hall, and he needs to be coming up with answers, why coaching searches have gone wrong, why quarterback development has gone wrong, and he needs to have true fixes for those so when they do hire the next coach, when they do draft their next quarterback, they repair those going forward. I'm not, I don't expect Kevin Warren to have an answer today, just six months into the job. I want him to have a true fix when February rolls around and those decisions need to be made. So that's, uh, yeah, I don't, I, I don't think Listen, any of us have been arguing For about me, that. my perspective is entirely different today than it was a year ago. I understood what they were doing. They were tearing it down to hopefully build it back up and sooner rather than later, and usually a rebuild from a complete teardown does take time. All I've wanted to see is significant improvements. And, I, I mean, look, I, I'm not going to lie. I'm disappointed in a lot of stuff, including the fact that two of your coaches had to be removed from their jobs for non-football reasons. That just doesn't promote stability in your program. It just doesn't, and it, it's unfortunate. And I can guarantee you there are a lot of people in the building next door that are not happy about it. And whether or not changes are going to be, be made later rather than sooner, my guess is is that they're taking all of this time, the people in the big chairs, to absorb all that is transpiring. But I can't imagine that this is sitting well with anybody over there. Yeah, absolutely. Can I tell you guys something tangible absolutely. that I'm going to – like hold Ryan Poles accountable for the fact that he has given up a high second round pick in all likelihood, a very high second round pick for Montez sweat. The takeaway from the press conference today for me is he identified sweat as a, he said it like an eraser. Uh, uh, what do you call him? A multiplier. Ex- a multiplier. Yes. A tr- he, and a guy that makes everyone around him better. He also told, told us he didn't believe sweat was available as the trade deadline was approaching, but that changed. Right. And clearly he thinks it sounds like, based on rumors, that the Atlanta Falcons were in on Montez Sweat. I don't so, think, Jeff, that the Washington Commanders. I think they the wanted to move yes. young. I'm Sweat. not sure they weren't. I think they were willing to listen, but it was going to take a second round pick for them to move on from Sweat because they like Sweat as well. Agreed. Poles has identified Sweat as somebody the league also wanted. He didn't. I don't think he believed he would have gotten to free agency. He thinks the Falcons would have traded for him if yes. the Bears didn't, and they would have likely signed Standard him because he would. He Sweat played his high school football in Georgia. So Montez Sweat, who's always had the who's always had the ability to play with some very talented players on the lines that he was at in Washington, now has to come in and be the guy for the Bears because Ryan Poles has identified him as that guy. Correct. That's something I'm going to be watching for moving and, and, forward. And, and Jeff, I, listen, I still think it's a high price to pay, but I'm okay as a Bears fan with the deal 
if they can get him signed to a four- or five-year contract extension. Would I like for them have not to paid for that? Because it's so important to have these draft picks, especially when your roster is still so, so void of talent. Absolutely. But this is a position where a, di- a guy who's a difference maker can really lift a other, a other guys on your team up. So I'm okay with it. As long as the extension is signed and they move forward with him. And if, in fact, that doesn't happen. Well, that and Sweat needs to play yes, at does, that very course, high level. Of course, right. It's like giving up uh, draft compensation for Vooch. You gave up two first-round picks for Vooch, expecting him to be a true all-star and making your team better. And when you yeah. gave up those two lottery picks and the Bulls weren't that good, yes. you lose the yeah. trade. If, yes. if Sweat comes in, is he's a guy and he's decent, but you're, you, it, you don't advance in your rebuild, then it's a loss. Listen, the people are going, there are going to be some people that pan this regardless. They're going to say you didn't have to give up. You could have tried to pursue him in free agency. Fine. I'm not going to try to talk those people off of it. What I am going to say is, is that if you've, you've made the deal, if you sign him to an extension and he becomes a very, very good player for you, as a Bears fan, I'm going to be ch- chilled out and cool with that. I have an out-on-a-limb prediction. I believe that Ryan Poles already knows how he's going to get his second-round pick back. And uh, I'm going to tell you how he gets that second-round pick back. That's coming up next. Ah, commuting in Chicago. Ah, If you're stuck, stick with Waddle and Sylvie. Weekdays 2 to 6. Checking in with uh, all my great friends in the Twitch chat just now. It's there on the edge of their seat. They love you. For the, oh yeah, for the, uh, the payoff of this tease. I, I, I sent this to you guys yesterday. It was, I, was, I, I, don't think it's a, I don't think it's a completely out of left field thought. I don't. Uh, this is my out on a limb thought. Uh, and I think Poles, while getting rid of his second round pick yesterday, has this on his mind as a way to replenish the second-round pick. But my the big out-on-a-limb pick is that the Bears get their, their second-round pick back from the Washington Commanders when they trade Justin Fields to Washington for their own second-round pick. Hmm. That is, that, that is my prediction, my out-on-a-limb prediction. But I do believe the, the thought is, is while they're in the – in the market for the quarterback, and I think they know, and I believe they think they know already that Fields isn't their guy, whether you like it or not, whether you think that or not, they know that. And there is value for Justin, and the value is probably a second-round pick. And like I said, I value these second-round picks, and you don't want to go from these two first-round picks to the third round without having a draft pick. So how do you replenish it so you'll draft a quarterback and then whether it's Atlanta's second-round pick, Atlanta will have a need. Didn't they just bench Ritter this weekend they too? Did. They um, did. And they've always been high on fields. Uh, fields had a great game against the Commanders. They'll have a new coach there most likely. Maybe it's Biennemi taking over the head coaching job. But wouldn't it be ironic if that's the right, if this is a form of irony? I don't know. But wouldn't it be something if – the Bears would send Justin Fields to Washington for 
their actual second-round pick in return. I don't think it's outrageous because if you play the scenario out and you believe that they have come to that conclusion, I don't, I'm not one that believes you draft a quarterback if you have the first, second, or third pick and you keep Justin in the fold. I think if you draft one of these quarterbacks that everyone is talking about, you will find a, a trade partner with somebody to, to move on from him and – it could be the Washington Commanders in your scenario. I don't think that's outrageous at all. So that's my out on that's a limb. That's connecting some dots. That, that's just that's a, like a crazy out on a limb thought. But but I do believe that in the back of Poles' mind, he believes he's probably trading fields for a second. And I, and I, I think that's how they think they're going to get a second-round pick. Because Poles, if you think about it, since the days taken over, he had no first-round pick in his first draft because of Ryan Pace. Right? They had they had no first-round pick. Yes. They had um, they didn't draft till late. Would they have two? Was it two second rounders? I think the yeah. Third? They drafted Brisker, yeah. and Gordon, and, Gordon. Yep. And, 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 and then, then Bayless Jones in third. Yeah, and then last year they what did they end up trading? They traded the first their second. No, no, no. They had a first-round pick. And then they traded their second round pick for Claypool. And then they had to wait till the Ravens pick in the second round. So they've never really had their full complement of picks because they've usually traded one of them away. So now this year they'll go into the draft with two first round picks, but nothing in the second round. So I think you've got to replenish a second round pick somehow, some way. Maybe that's how they do it. I think so. I don't think it's outrageous. I'm not sure where they are on it, but if you made me guess right now, my guess would be that, like you laid out in your hypothetical, that they've probably leaned in that direction pretty hard. Do you think Justin still secures a second-round pick? That's a good question as well. I do. I, I think someone will give you a second-round pick for Justin. He is like – think about what uh, Cutler was in Denver. Yeah. Cutler was coming off a Pro Bowl performance – but he had flaws because he threw interceptions. He was 26 years old. Um, he was the what was he the 11th overall pick in the draft? He was still on his rookie deal. Justin will still have two years of control. Mm-hmm. He still has done some good things, and someone will believe. And I still think that he can be a good quarterback in this league. That he was mismanaged. And that he just needs to be put in the right situation. I don't know what value will have on it, but I think that a quarterback and one that you feel you can get more out of than the previous staff will have a premium attached to him versus a player in another position. And my point is that, Zed, uh, Cutler, you gave up two first-round picks and a player for Jay Cutler. Uh, so to get a second-round pick for a guy like Justin Fields, who has already done some pretty good things, was on pace for some good numbers this year. Last year, set the uh, or close to a, a run a rushing record. Did he set the rush the Bears no, rushing yeah. record? Correct, second all time behind Lamar. Second all time. So I, I still think at his age, what he could still do, and with teams quarterback starved. I still believe you can get a second-round pick for him easily. I hope you're right if that's the case they go. 
312-332-3776. What do you think? Jeff Joniak's going to join us uh, coming up next. You'll hear some Jalen Johnson sound. We'll play you some of the Ryan Pohl stuff, give you the what, what happened today at the podium. And the Bears had to fire a coach. We'll tell you why. It's all coming up next.